Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Sabah al khair. Good morning, dear listeners. You're listening to Radio 3CR on 855. A.M. and Palestine Remembered with Yusuf Arimawi, Robert Martin and Nasser Mashni. Thanks for tuning in to another edition of Australia's only radio program that is totally dedicated to the Palestinian cause in English language. I would like to welcome our listeners on the AM dial and those who will join us later on 3cr.org.au forward slash podcasts. Stay with us and enjoy the episode. Good morning, Nathan and Robert. Morning, men. Good morning. Gentlemen, good morning, all the listeners. And uh, in the uh, few episodes, we have been interviewing experts from Palestine, and maybe also next week we will hopefully speak to an academic uh, Palestinian expert on uh, foreign policy from uh, Ber Zayt University to talk about the Israelis' uh, relations with India and in Africa. But uh, while while we're there, just before we go on to that. you, we know what's happening to the Rohingyas in 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 Burma, mm. oh. and the um, you, you know there's currently a military embargo on supplying the the Burmese um, military who are still in power even though that Aung San Suu Kyi uh, you know is the pr- president or prime minister. Um, Israel continues to arm, you know, in defiance of all the international sanctions. So, you know, we're going to talk about uh, Israel's advances in into India and Africa, but Israel continues to send military weapons and have military dealings with the Burmese junta. Uh, much to the detriment of, you know, ethnic minorities. Uh, um, uh, Burmese who happen to be Muslims uh, in, in, in the Rahim part. And, and this is an important issue, uh, how Israel is presenting itself to the world. And we'll talk about that next week. What, 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 why don't we talk about it quickly now? Because it is happening. It's um, very, very important. I think uh, um, well, it, it might, you might do injustice to the topic if we talk about it briefly. Yeah. Uh, so it, needs its, it needs its own show up. I mean, the, the reality is that Israel markets these weapons, as we know, you know, um, as military, yeah. battle-tested, you know, effective. Look how we subjugate an entire population here with this stuff. It'll work on your populations, whether it's your police force or whether you're trying to uh, ethnically cleanse a region of your country. Make sure and, you listen next we, week. Yes, and uh, for this week, uh, Robert... Something I'd like to discuss that I hear a lot about and I read a lot about is the fact that a lot of people say that the Palestinians had their opportunity to have peace, but yet they've never had, Israel's never had a partner in peace. Now, I know that Israel was you know, created in 1948, early 1947, 1948, and Israel didn't try and make peace for many, many, many years, and then the Oslo Accords supposedly came along. Mm. I was wondering if you guys could tell me and tell all of our listeners what you think the process brought and how do we explain to lay people mm. that 
Israel has never wanted peace. They haven't really negotiated, mm-hmm. and that the Palestinians weren't willing. Mm-hmm. I mean, the fact that Israel was created without the Arabs actually really having a choice and then moving forward on until today. Um, this, this is a very uh, important and relevant question, uh, Robert. I think uh, to start uh, the answer, we must uh, go back to the inception of the Rook Absolutely. State of Israel because Israel was born into the complex uh, that it is uh, culturally isolated because it does not belong to the region, to the surrounding and uh, it is also uh, religiously isolated because uh, the region uh, is Muslim predominantly and it speaks Arabic, which is a, a, another uh, issue. So from, from within this complex of isolation, Israel viewed itself and its surrounding in a way that still uh, affects uh, all of us uh, 70 years later. And uh, also, uh, I want to uh, touch quickly on the history of the secret uh, correspondences between the the Zionist movement and the Arab surrounding before the inception of Israel, because the messages that the Zionists were sending to the Arabs that it's not about you, it's about Palestine, so don't be be, uh, afraid and help us in uh, this so we can help you in that. And one example is uh, the Syrian resistance who were trying to seek independence in the 40s from French. Uh, Israeli lobby in Europe actually played an important role towards the independence uh, of Syria in favor of not finding, of, of not opening a war between Syria and uh, Israel after 48. So it's a complicated issue, but the starting point is from the Israeli feeling of isolation, whether on religious or on cultural uh, g- grounds. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, of course, as you and all most of our listeners would know, that um, the early uh, or the the first uh, Israeli Arab peace treaty was in 1979. But what happened between then was a series of initiatives, mainly American-funded or American American-led initi- initiatives, like for example the Roger Plan in the in the 50s and the Baghdad Access in the also in the 50s and 60s. So all these initiatives were driving the Arab world towards an agreement with Israel to stop the Arab-Israeli conflict. Because unlike today, the conflict was called the Arab-Israeli conflict. Today, it is only the Palestinian-Israeli conflict. Mm-hmm. So we can add more and more during the discussion about these things. So, But before, 90, before 1997 and before uh, the, the Madrid conference 1991 and before the 1993 um, this era needs to be understood to understand the psychology of Israel when it comes to peace. I, th- I think when we talk about the psychology, so if we need to go back, in fact, to the, what I think is the root mm. issue. And the root issue is Zionism. Mm. Zionism is incompatible with peace. This is a, 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 oxymoron. A, an oxymoron. Yeah. It's a, um, a, an ideology that predisposes privileges to one religious group over another. Over the reality of the indigenous uh, population that existed in that uh, ancient homeland, they were surplus to Zionism's ideals. So when you take, you know, you know, the first influx in immigration, you know, uh, post 
Balfour and Sykes Picot and World War One mandate Palestine Holocaust etc. In the first instance, the Palestinians weren't. You know, they were like, okay, you know, okay. more Jews because I mean, we had Jews that were Palestinian, yeah, yeah? and they were Arab Jews. Hmm. Ate our food, yeah. we ate their food. It was the same food, and spoke the same language, <laughs> yeah, and there was space. Yeah. My my grandmother used to be a babysitter of a Jewish family in Safed, yeah, in the thirties. Our next door neighbor took dad food in West Jerusalem when he was captured in forty seven. Mm. Our next door neighbour. Mm. I mean, she was a, a Palestinian who celebrated God on Saturday. I mean, so this at this is stage, the, the Palestinians uh, were okay. This is this is this is the, the one of, another one of Zionism's great sins is conflating Judaism, an ancient yeah. and holy and beautiful religion, with Zionism, which is you know a, a slur, yeah. I would believe. Anyway, the, the reality is Zionism is incompatible with peace. Now you take the process of the Palestinian, uh, the Nakba, the loss of land, the pain, the the. the Gaza, Sabra and Shatila, Tel Azatar, the massacres, the, the destruction, the, the refugees. And you get to a point where a people says, we're going to uh, compromise. And I, forever, you know, we were one democratic state, one vote for all, secular, regardless of uh, our religion. And we said, well, the compromise is we'll accept 22% of historic Palestine. And then you get to, to Oslo and, you know, Madrid, Oslo, handshake, White House law, Nobel Peace Prizes, you know. The challenge is, that, and, and my dad used to say, God rest his soul, if the intent of the human is honourable, a simple piece of paper is all that's required. I've heard you say this too, Nathan. But if the intent of the human mm. is contemptible, dishonest, then even a document mm. as thick as the Old Testament won't protect you. And the reality is that handshake was made, and we, because mm. we are, you know, w- with... Um, Great sacrifice in giving up 78% of historic Palestine and, 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 went with correct intent. But because the other side just was never willing to give us our state, this is why this process has gone on to this point. This is why there's up to somewhere between seven and 800,000 illegal settlers in East Jerusalem, West Bank. This is why the blockade of Gaza is going on. Mm. It, the, the, the issue is that Israel doesn't want peace. Absolutely. Um, it, w- it, it would have taken Israel maximum a year to, impl- to implement the withdrawal from 67 borders and to disassemble the, th- the settlements like what they did in Sinai. In, uh, Absolutely. In, 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 if they did it in 93, uh, maximum one it year. It would have taken them at least, uh, I mean, maximum one year to 1994. And, and then we would have... Twenty five years later, we are now twenty four, twenty five years later. There would be a confederation now. Would be an economic uh, powerhouse. Our boys would be marrying their girls. Their girls would be marrying mm. our boys, and that country will have been accepted into the main, you know, world. And one of you know Gaddafi's final words, you know, he called it. We should call it Istine, was it? Isratine. Isratine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, uh, you know, or in Arabic, Isratine. Isratine. It we would. It would have long. Long ago, the death and humiliation and destruction and depravity would have stopped. Zionism would have ceased to exist because they would, they, uh, the people would just be human. I mean, there's no question. And, Rob, you, you, you've been to Palestine. I've been to Palestine. If, overwhelmingly, the sense you get from the people there, Palestinians, not settlers, not uh, the overwhelming majority of Jews, is that they'll open the door. Mm. The yeah, doors are open. I just want to go back, though. So if, if somebody says they're on the lawns, Clinton offered, this is what we were going to do. What was the offer? 
And why didn't Palestinians take mm. that offer? So well, Oslo uh, is not a peace treaty. Oslo is a declaration of principles that should lead within five years into a, p- a peace treaty. Should have. Should have. Final status negotiation. Final status. And we had the Jordanian example of Wadi Araba Treaty. We had the Camp David Agreement with Israel. So Oslo should have been a roadmap towards the end of which would be another peace treaty. And they left five topics, five important issues to, um, let's say, the final status dis- uh, discussions like or negotiations, like Nasser said. Uh, Jerusalem, the settlements, the borders, water and the right of return. So say that again. So those particular things were not... Final status. Were not part of Oslo, but they were to be negotiated as final status. Within uh, five years. Within five years. So So the settlements continued pretty much immediately. Well, they they doubled down. They doubled? They doubled down. And you have to remember that it was a Labour government. It was uh, a peace government. You know, Rabin... Allegedly. Allegedly. The the, the man of peace, Rabin, who who actually paid his life as a price because of of Oslo. Uh, But he actually went ahead with the expansion of settlements. So these five topics, again, I'll repeat them. Jerusalem, uh, whether or not Jerusalem will be... East Jerusalem, Palestinian capital, West Jerusalem, Israeli capital. And well, I've seen what they're doing in East Jerusalem. So, so and then the settlements. Uh, of course, the easy answer would be disassemble all settlements and evacuate all settlers. Uh, and number three is the uh, water and border, because Israel continued to confiscate and to steal the natural resources, especially water of West Bank, from uh, West Bank aquifers inside mm-hmm. the proper Israel. And number four is the return, the refugees issue. What do we do with the majority of the Palestinian population? Because PLO back then uh, didn't want to just accept a state on 22% Palestine and compromise the right of return. Of course, they were together uh, in line. And uh, what did I forget, uh, Nasser? I think refugees and uh, no, 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 refugees, refugees. Um, borders. Border with the, I, I, I added the border to water. So borders with the, the future Palestinian state, do they have sovereignty with their border with Jordan? Do they have uh, sovereignty with the mm. borders with Egypt? And uh, so these five topics were postponed to the final stages. Uh, however, then came uh, Netanyahu, the 96 uh, government. And Netanyahu, of course, unlike Rabin, Rabin, of course, both are Zionists, both didn't want p- uh, peace, but at least there was a common ground of, of negotiations with Rabin and Perez. But then came Netanyahu and froze everything. And uh, we, we should, I, look, Yusuf, I, I don't agree that uh, although they were talking, the reality is their one hand was behind their back and fingers were crossed. Hmm. R- R- Rabin and Perez, exactly the same. I pa- compare pa- Beri, uh, Rabin to, I guess, maybe Shamir, the mm. one who started the peace oh, process. Didn't one of them so, say that they would take the But Nasser is right. Nasser is right. They wouldn't There's, take the deal. No, one of the Israelis also said, yeah. one, of the, one of the people in the, whether it was the, the Prime Minister or the President, mm. I thought one of them also said that he wouldn't have taken the deal either after the fact. Yeah, so, well, so then, them, then, then came uh, Netanyahu and uh, everything... Uh, stood still for uh, the whole yeah. term of Netanyahu until Yehud Barak again uh, was elected in 19, 
uh, towards 90, the end of 1999. And then uh, Clinton, before leaving the White Office, uh, the, um, the Oval Office, like any president, remembers the Palestinian issue. Like any former or future president of uh, of America, so he actually put momentum, and to his credit, he really wanted to close a deal. Now, it was was one However, of the However, yes, was one of the main negotiators, Dennis Ross, who is a, yes, uh, full on all and, of and his this team, is, and this isn't discussed either that he's actually pro pro Israeli Zionist, the whole lot. In fact, uh, there was a funny uh, story I read recently about Yasser Arafat in one of the meeting with the American delegation to Camp David. And in that room, there was the, all of the American delegation, including uh, Clinton. And Arafat uh, said to him, Mr. President, looks like you are the only one who celebrate God on Sunday in this <laughs> wow. room. Meaning that all the American, yeah, Jews, yeah. All, all the American delegation yeah. do not celebrate God on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yes, it was totally the, the team was, were, were Zionist. They were like, I mean, even, even Jews uh, negotiating as part of mediators. So, yeah. yes, there was huge imbalance, huge imbalance. And then, of course, the offer made to uh, Yasser Arafat. Well, they say that we gave you 98% or 96% yeah, of West Bank. But the 4% is West, is Jerusalem. I mean, who can accept a state without Jerusalem? Mm-hmm. Not Arafat, not Mahmoud Abbas, no any Palestinian. I mean, you have to, you, you, you need your people support to accept. Of course, you're accept, representing and, people. And, Ar- and Arafat said it clearly. I invite you to my funeral if I sign. So it's like the Israelis are always offering what they state. know is impossible and it's, never going to happen. It was an impossible deal, yeah. and it left two topics untouched, the issue of uh, Jerusalem and the right of return, the most important two topics. So yeah. I don't think by doing so we can uh, give Israel the credit of giving uh, us an opportunity for peace. Well, so unfortunately, only what you hear is the headlines. Mm. You don't actually hear all of this other Yeah, we, stuff, gave them, we gave him 96%. Which is imperative. It's imperative. Yeah. So... No, no but if it doesn't include Jerusalem, it's not uh, a state. The, the well, I mean, the reality, Yusuf, is that, that, that no offer has ever included Jerusalem. No offer has ever uh, uh, included um, a, a state that governs its own borders. No, no, no offer has ever been that you're a, a country like any other that you can yeah. you can have an army. No, no offer has ever been that you know you will be a sovereign nation with your own uh, money and. Uh, infrastructure, mm. etc., international airport, customs, etc. So it's like you're a nomad. Well, you're no, nomads. No. Well, no, no, you're subjugated. You know, every offer has been our boot will loosen yeah. on your throat, but it's still here, yeah. and and this is unacceptable. We expect self determination, like any uh, anybody people else. in the world. Yeah. You know, and they also uh, say that they've left Gaza, which obviously we know that they have not, and they've you know which basically is locked myth, it up. Another myth. I remember yeah. in two thousand uh, reading about uh, they invented a term when it comes to the sovereignty of uh, Jerusalem, and they said uh, the Palestinians can take metropolitan sovereignty over Jerusalem. And what what, what does that mean? What does metropolitan sovereignty? Mean you know you need experts in international law to understand or even you know talk about these issues and of course uh, when you start playing with terms and back then Arafat had had the experience of <coughs> leaving things open because he left these five topics open and he saw that Israel continued with uh, its occupation continued with its expansion of uh, settlements yeah. continued in imprisoning and in killing Palestinians. 
So back then he was very careful not to accept any offer yeah. uh, if it's not uh, very clearly. Well, I think uh, it's, all, it's also mm. documented that Israel's wanted the whole greater of Israel. And, you know, there's even politicians talking about paying for the Palestinians just to leave. <laughs> Well, so. look, Rob, you know, and if you fast forward to today, yeah, if you fast forward to today, they're not, it's not even um, hidden. Yeah, so the agenda yeah. in 1993, I say, you know, Perez and Rabin had one hand behind their back with their fingers crossed. And the evidence is, in fact, uh, can be substantiated now based on their actions the day after they left the White House lawn. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they're, bo- they're both, both of them are dead now. So, you know. That shit happens, unfortunately, in that situation. They can't ever be held for their, their crimes against humanity. But their hands were behind their back. If you go to the Knesset today, they're not, they're not, they're not shy in saying uh, what they actually mean. They're not shy in saying, you know, whether, whether it's Avigal Liebman saying, we're going to get buses. We're going to send them out of here. And, and I've got a couple of quotes. I, I downloaded this uh, um, uh, today. But um, this is Knesset member Oren Hazan, he's from the Likud party. It's time to expel the families of terrorists. I'd like to say the truth without sounding, God forbid, too extreme. But if it were up to me, I'd enter the terrorist's home last night, take him and his family with him, and execute them all. Yes, just like that, with no shame. A quick and simple execution. Only like this will we regain security. Only like this will they understand that we're not playing around here. Um, the They, Palestinians, are the ones who run away like dogs with their... <clears throat> tail between their legs, without insulting dogs, God forbid. Yes, even dogs are better than these vile humans. Mm. This is in, in Israel's parliament. And this is uh, the regional cooperation minister, Zai Hanegbi. My message to the Palestinians in an interview on Channel 2 and other media outlets following uh, this murder is this is how a Nakba begins. Just like this, remember 1948, remember 1967. It begins with zealot religious leaders whom Allah promised the whole world. It continues with radical, reckless leaders for whom the spilling of blood, even if it is your blood, fits their own short-term interests. And it permeates the religiously ignorant masses who only yearn to become artists. I want you to remember 1948, remember 1967, and we're gonna, it will already be after the third Nakba, after the disaster, after the tragedy, you've already paid that crazy uh, price twice. Don't try us again because the result won't be any different. You've been warned. Mm. I mean, and this we talk is about today. this is today. So don't worry about ninety three. These people are lawmakers. Lawmakers. This is a democratically elected official in the dem- only democracy in in the region. This is what they say over Publicly. question time. Yeah, yeah. This is in documents and this. They will not shy away like they used to be in the 90s when they were like, no, we want a Palestinian state, but, and then... I think we've also got to make it clear that when they refer to terrorists, they actually just use that word for all Palestinians. Mm. Every time they refer to a Palestinian, it's always terrorists. I mean, even the children, you know, they've got to cut off their heads. As as, uh, as Livni said. These days I'm watching a documentary about the Lebanese civil war. It's interesting uh, how to see the word terrorist was uh, used uh, by... uh, Begin uh, in 78 uh, to describe not only the PLO militias uh, or um, politicians, but also any person, any, any, any Lebanese who sides with the Palestinian resistance in Lebanon. So the word terror, the definition of or the semantics of this word changes with time according to the interests and dreams of the people of Israel. How, how does it make you feel being labelled that? I mean, I, I find that offensive. You guys are Palestinians. Mm. I mean, that's... 
You know, you know, you know what? This is another one of those tragedies. The things that we don't talk about, and we've had a discussion previously, uh, Yusuf and I personally, about the children of Nakba parents. Yeah, here's a reality. You know, I'm, I'm approaching my fiftieth year, and I've, I've de- I'm desensitized yeah. to it. Yeah, and and that's a sin that Zionism hasn't paid for yet. I I should be outraged that somebody should talk about it, and I am. You know, I'm indignant, but the the pain of those words. Because it's, you know, I've had 40 plus years of hearing it. It's diminished, yeah? It's like, uh, you know, I'm getting, I'm getting the door knock at six o'clock because I'm getting, you know, my daily flogging. You know, you just, sometimes you're like, you're running late. Where's, where's my knock? You know, it's five <laughs> past six. I need my beating. But if, if, if you flipped it and someone was saying that about the Jews, there would be a, huma- a massive magnitude outcry. Of, mm. of, of, of legalities. Yeah. And it's, yeah, I, mean, I, I find that offensive and sad for you guys that it's human beings that can yeah. actually talk to you about like this and be praised for it in their Knesset. Well, they get voted, yeah? So, so I mean, the, you're a politician and the way to um, validate your uh, self-worth is by uh, popular vote. And if you get voted back in for, and saying this stuff, then, you know, the, you're, you're accountable to the, your electorate. And if they keep saying yes to you, then they're validating that opinion. It shows what the people are like. As as we speak, uh, gentlemen, now uh, racism in Israel uh, has we've never seen racism on the rise as we are today in Israel, not just towards the Palestinians. Uh, I'm not sure if you saw the short film made about uh, Jerusalem uh, Beitar uh, soccer team. Mm. They actually hired three Muslim players from Chechnya. Yep. Non Palestinians, non Arabs, uh, but just like in, like any in, in general, like football, foreign players playing for foreign teams, uh, and you should see how the racist crowds uh, towards, I mean, from the Bitar uh, mm-hmm. soccer fans, how they uh treated the three yeah. players that they play for their own team yeah. one of them actually scored uh, a goal and it was so racist that even Evigdor Lieberman said it's racist i mean it yeah. took oh, it. No, no, that's saying something can you can you believe mm. the the level of racism this is this is the rise of everybody's talking about populism the mm. rise of the right and far right movement and here in australia we condemn movements like this and all all yeah. around the world but not in Israel, not just towards the Palestinians, not just towards uh, the African uh, migrants, yeah, yeah. Sudanese, towards any non-Jew who live in... Uh, but even not just non-Jews, Yusuf, mm. you know, the, the categories of Jews, yeah? God forbid you're an Ethiopian Jew or a Yemeni or a... Yeah, you're the wrong type of Jews. You're the wrong type of Jew. Not that they're ahead of the Palestinians. Mm. So. Well, they're ahead of the Palestinians. So maybe if, wow. if we have about maybe two minutes to close, I think the, uh, the answer to your question, uh, Robert, is uh, Israel has never been interested in peace. Israel had tens of occasions to implement peace and to live peacefully with its neighbors, whether uh, when it started or after the 91 uh, Madrid conference and Oslo. But Israel, like Nasser stated, is built on supremacy, built on uh, Zionist ideology that views any non-Jews in, in, the, in, in, in Palestine as inferior. And they still believe that all of Palestine belongs to them, was given yeah. to them. And it's not an exaggeration to say that uh, we deal with ideologically driven 
uh, entity that calls itself Israel, that gives itself political representation. This is not a political representation. Mm-hmm. This is an ideologically driven driven uh, entity. Mm-hmm. Thanks for that. I think the, um, you know, I, there's a, Zionism wants all of the land. Without the people. And it wants to be Jewish and it wants to be democratic. And the reality is they cannot have all three. And it's a conundrum that it can't actually reconcile upon itself. Zionism wants all the land, democratic and Jewish. Now, the reality is they can only have two. You can have the land and be democratic, but you're not Jewish. You can have uh, be Jewish and democratic, but you can't have all the land. Or you can be democratic and have all the land, but it's not going to be Jewish. Mm. Now, they cannot reconcile that matrix. I mean, there's nothing wrong with a one state sharing your land, but they, they're the ones that won't accept it. As and it's Tim the Palestinians are happy, you know, on equal, on equal footings. Equal Absolutely. footings. If we want to share the land, it has to be on equal footing. I cannot share a land with a person that looks at himself as superior with, uh, yeah, or, or, or more, more, more entitled. With privileges. As Tim Minchin said, you don't eat ham, I don't eat ham. Let's not eat ham together. <laughs> I like ham. <laughs> well, you can eat the ham. I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe with this uh, note, uh, gentlemen, uh, it's a very important discussion to, to, to touch on from time to time because, like you said, uh, Robert, uh, people, people think, still think that Israel gave us uh, everything and we kept refusing. But um, You were there first. <laughs> Uh, anyway, you know, so that's been good. Thank you. Thank you uh, for posing the question, uh, Robert, and thank you, Nasser, uh, and Thanks. all to our listeners for tuning in to another edition of uh, Palestine Remembered. Uh, and uh, next week, hopefully, we will speak with an expert uh, on foreign policy from uh, Beirzeit University. So until then, uh, remember to tune in uh, same time, nine thirty next Saturday. Until then, have a great time and salam. Salam.